The Daily Tonic is a five-minute newsletter that shares science-backed health news and tips, all while getting you to crack a smile or even laugh out loud on occasion. It's a daily morning newsletter started by wellness lovers for wellness lovers that covers everything from diet and exercise to morning routines and sleep aids. To subscribe, go to 247health.com and click on the Daily Tonic button at the top of the webpage. When you go to 247health.com to subscribe to the Daily Tonic newsletter, be sure to check out their product reviews and special recipes. There you can find reviews on the latest health technology that will improve your performance, your recovery, and your longevity. 247health.com believes that wellness is a personal journey, but it's always good to have a friend who knows what they're talking about, too. Give them a try at 247health.com. Did you know many of 247health.com's favorite products, like avocado oil mayonnaise, hydrating ketone water, skin-revitalizing red light lamps, all are featured on the Daily Tonic with discount codes? If you see a cool new product on the website, there's probably a special link on the Daily Tonic. Plus, the Daily Tonic also features new wellness products with special discounts every single day. To subscribe, go to 247health.com and click on the Daily Tonic button at the top of the webpage. Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. I have Sonny Jane. He's the uh, CEO and founder of Sun Genomics. And we're going to talk about uh, probiotics that they make that are tailored to your particular gut. So, Sonny, thanks for coming. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Richard. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about uh, the new frontier of health and wellness, and that's the gut science and the microbes in our gut with you today. Yeah, there's, it seems like there's a, a whole bunch of companies that have been in the space for a while. Um, what, what compelled you to get into the space and what's new and different about uh, your work? Yeah, I've been following genomics um, all my career, past 25 years, um, and I, I love to be on the forefront of the new molecular diagnostic tests. I, I had the good fortune of sequencing the first clinical whole genome uh, when um, whole genome sequencing was really hot, um, and that was while I was working for Illumina. And I also had the good fortune of developing lots of molecular oncology tests as, as that wave of, of um, molecular diagnostics came out, including like BCR ABLE and, and T-cell and B-cell clonality assays. Um, and then when SNPs were really hot, um, I was working and making panels for a small company that got acquired by Quest. Um, so my background is in microbiology, but it's kind of come full circle here, taking molecular medicine, molecular biology, and mixing it with microbiology, and you find yourself looking at the microbiome. And um, that's kind of where my career path led me. But on a personal note, um, it really started um, because my son was having gut health issues, and we wanted to find a solution for him. And that's where uh, I put my scientist hat on and uh, started analyzing his stool. Mm, okay. So what's, uh, what's different and unique about, uh, I've had probiotic, plenty of them 
uh, refrigerated, non-refrigerated. This one is 80 billion. This one has 10 different chains, et cetera. Um, how was it, were you able to navigate what was available and to figure out what was needed that wasn't available? Yeah, it's confusing, right? I mean, you go to the store, I call it the wall of probiotic confusion. You get there, you're going to be frozen for about five to 10 minutes looking at all the options. Maybe you'll take the leap and flip over the bottle and take a look at the ingredients. And then you'll read a bunch of Latin terms that don't make a lot of sense. Bifidobacterium infantis, Bifidobacterium lactis, lactobacillus rhamnosus. I mean, really what the manufacturer is trying to do is indicate these um, cellular organisms, these bacteria that are going to go into our bodies and release something beneficial. Unfortunately, the way that the consumer is engaging that product today, it's uber confusing and we um, don't really have a solid rationale for why those strains were put together and why that's going to help you um, other than a general idea that probiotics are good for our health. And so I didn't feel comfortable giving that to my son. And I didn't feel like that was the right way to go because your gut has thousands of microbes in it and got trillions of microbial cells. You're going to need to understand what's in the gut first to understand what good things to feed it and take um, to improve the gut. Yeah. And then also, depending on what you take, you want it to survive until it gets to the gut. And then how do you know it won't be outcompeted by what's already in the gut? And the answer is test yourself, right? They, you, you, you do that in almost other every other paradigm. Whenever you're looking for a health solution, first thing you do is, you know, test yourself. If, you, if you're starting to run a marathon, the first thing you do is you test your how fast can you run that first mile or three miles. If you're going to go um, work on reducing your cholesterol, we're going to go get your cholesterol checked first, right? Uh, if you're working on blood sugar, you're going to reduce... You're going to check your A1C levels. Well, no, it's no different with gut microbiome. The first thing you should do is not go for the solution, but first check what the microbial composition is of your gut and then chart a path forward. And that's what we do at Flore is help people see that. And oftentimes for the first time, the transparency of the gut microbes and what are the good ones, what are the bad ones, how can they improve the good ones and how, how can they feel better? Yeah, I remember I had, I had my uh, gut bacteria sampled years ago uh, by a company that's now defunct, but um, I didn't really get any information back. They, they said, oh, yeah, this species, that species. I, okay, what do I do with that? What can I do to affect it? Uh, you know, what does this species mean? What, what does the reporting look like today and how much better is it? Well, just like any industry, there's there's always a lot of hype at the beginning, and then we become centered and more grounded and, and still chart a path forward. Um, and Thankfully, you know, the science all has remained valid. Nothing has changed other than there are tens of thousands of more publications and scientific understanding of the underlying benefits and issues that gut microbes can cause. Um, and now researchers have shown that um, specific species of gut microbes could be related to why people can't process sugar as well, or particular species could be associated with our metabolism and particular species of organisms could be associated with things even as far stretched as gut brain access and autism spectrum disorder and neurological conditions. So we've really evolved the science. And one huge difference between what we do at Sun Genomics is that we use a method called whole genome sequencing. And this method allows us to read all the A, C, Gs, and Ts of that microbial sample. And that gives us the highest resolution understanding of what's going on. 
it sounds like Richard, you probably got something on, on the early end of things where people were just looking at short segments and using things like PCR instead of DNA sequencing. And, and PCR can be great for a quick answer, but it doesn't have very good resolution and it's really variable. And that's why they couldn't give you all the information you needed. Um, but now things have uh, dramatically changed in 2022 and you can get species, strain level, you can understand fungi, yeast, viruses, you know, what is it doing? We provide all the references to the public domain on all the scientific publications around those organisms. We have some uh, helpful videos that you can also review to understand things better. Uh, and then we have a team of scientists that live this information day in and day out so people don't have to Google information and they, they produce concise ways to understand your microbiome. The Daily Tonic is a five-minute newsletter that shares science-backed health news and tips all while getting you to crack a smile or even laugh out loud on occasion. It's a daily morning newsletter started by wellness lovers for wellness lovers that covers everything from diet and exercise to morning routines and sleep aids. To subscribe, go to 247health.com and click on the Daily Tonic button at the top of the webpage. When you go to 247health.com to subscribe to the Daily Tonic newsletter, be sure to check out their product reviews and special recipes. There you can find reviews on the latest health technology that will improve your performance, your recovery, and your longevity. 247health.com believes that wellness is a personal journey, but it's always good to have a friend who knows what they're talking about, too. Give them a try at 247health.com. Did you know many of 247health.com's favorite products, like avocado oil mayonnaise, hydrating ketone water, skin revitalizing red light lamps, all are featured on the Daily Tonic with discount codes? If you see a cool new product on the website, there's probably a special link on the Daily Tonic. Plus, the Daily Tonic also features new wellness products with special discounts every single day. To subscribe, go to 247health.com and click on the Daily Tonic button at the top of the webpage. Oh, okay. So in, in your reporting, uh, you'll show a lot more than I used to see. And you're right, it was many years ago. Um, I had thought the law prevented a lot of, uh, I mean, are any advice being given and a lot of insight? I don't know if the law has changed and uh, you're able to provide more insight to people or other companies that are able to provide it. Yeah, it still is a wellness product, right? So um, what we focus on on the consumer side is general health and wellness. And um, that could include dietary recommendations, right? Uh, eating more cruciferous vegetables or legumes or whatever microbes that might benefit from those types of essentially prebiotics, we can provide that recommendation. Then you can research for yourselves on these different um, conditions. You can also compare yourselves to um, our general population and healthy population. So there's a lot more content and information uh, today, um, thankfully to some amazing researchers that have published in this space. But we don't guide a diagnosis or anything like that. Um, that's more on our clinical side. And we do have a clinical uh, component to what we do at Sun Genomics. We have two active clinical trials, one in IBS, one in autism spectrum disorder. Uh, and we're about to do a third clinical here shortly. Um, so we definitely are contributing um, on the clinical side as well. But there's so much information on the consumer side already. We want to give people a head start and the transparency to what's in their gut. Yeah, so why do consumers uh, consume your product? What what are some of the things that you're able to possibly affect in people? Yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty tremendous to read these stories coming from trustpilot.com or uh, even to our website on flore.com. You can read 
these stories about people that um, have had longstanding diagnostic odysseys, right? People that are just can't figure out what's wrong with them. Either they're suffering from IBS symptoms or they have IBD and they're trying to manage that, or uh, they have a GERD symptom or um, some allergies or asthma or an autoimmune uh, applied type of condition, possibly rheumatoid arthritis. And, and they're giving us so much amazing feedback on these, on these customer reviews. Um, one customer in particular stands out where uh, they had been on a diagnostic odyssey for uh, three years plus and tried everything, you know, tried all the other tests that their doctors had been ordering and tried all the kombucha they could handle and all the fermented foods. It just wasn't getting them anywhere because it wasn't specific enough, right? It was driving the wrong change in their microbiome. Um, and then this customer gave us a raving review about how it changed her life, how it was able to get her back into exercising, um, allow her to eat a variety of more foods and um, really just change the energy levels um, that she had so that she could now now go back to doing the things that she loved doing. So that's just one example, but we've had some really amazing results from the autism spectrum disorder study as well. Um, people posting about their children that have gone from nonverbal to verbal now, which is an amazing thing for a parent, even a point 5% improvement can be impactful. And we're learning so much more about the importance of gut microbiome health early on and in these children with ASD as well. Uh, and we'll be sharing that soon with our researchers and our partners. So we're excited for that. Uh, but there's so many more and you can check them out, out on uh, trustpilot.com. So what are, what are some of the customization that people can experience? What's customized and how? So we're unique in the sense that we're 100% customized. So we're not pulling from a combination of things in the back inventory and putting them together as packets. Uh, we are genuinely uh, pulling powders and uh, compounding the ingredients that you need. So it includes probiotics, prebiotics, and botanicals all in a single pill solution. Um, that's made just for you. And uh, through our mobile application, as well as um, the stickers that come on your, uh, your packaging, you'll be able to see all the ingredients that are built uh, just for you. And you can get a health goal call uh, with our scientific liaison to just better understand why those ingredients were chosen, how that relates to your microbiome and what changes to expect. But can you give a little bit of insight? I know everyone's different, but why would uh, person A get different things from person B? Like, what are some of the, the factors people have that would cause you to give them a different mixture? Yeah, good question. So one of the things is what their starting point is to begin with. Um, so some people are in an active dysbiosis and they're trying to deal with SIBO. Uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And if uh, we find that SIBO patient has an overgrowth of E. coli, um, e. coli is a, a unique organism, but uh, there is a particular strain of probiotic that fights E. coli really well. They have clinical studies showing that it brings down E. coli. And so we utilize that strain in that person's formula and then monitor them to see if the E. coli concentration does indeed drop after retesting. And 
uh, we're really good at that type of uh, scenario. Now, the SIBO could be caused by different organisms. It doesn't always have to be E. coli. Some people have the hydrogen-releasing uh, organisms or the methane-releasing organisms. Um, you may have heard of methanobacter, or you may have heard the term acromancia. Some of these are also contributing to SIBO and causing people to feel unwell from that gas release. Um, and so all we need to do is look at Okay, well, what do those organisms feed on? How do we deprive that nutrient source? Or what probiotics do we have in inventory that can outcompete the growth of those organisms so that we reduce the concentration? And that's really how the rationale goes. Another example is my um, nephew had an organism in his gut, and it wasn't E. coli, it was Klebsiella. And um, to treat the Klebsiella, they used a different set of probiotics, and it was targeted towards infant probiotics as opposed to adults. And so just being able to customize at that level, um, depending on where you are in life or what the situation is, is really important. Um, and it's, it's nearly impossible to do that from you know, standing in front of a refrigerator in a retail store. Yeah. How, how do you know which bacteria will produce uh, which needed metabolite. Do you look at like metagenomics or, you know, how do you analyze this? Yeah, what we do is called metagenomics. Um, it's it's looking at every microbe of the gut and the, and the DNA sequence of that. Um, on the research side, we are also able to look at the capabilities and the functional capabilities of these organisms, um, whether or not they're producing things like short chain fatty acids and butyrate and healthy levels of uh, molecules in the gut that will heal gut lining and, and, and solve for things like leaky gut that you hear about where people have a gut lining disruption and, and potentially things that they're eating or exposed to in the environment or getting, getting through the gut lining and into the bloodstream. We want to be able to make sure that the, the organisms of the gut are building uh, those healthy uh, molecules inside of the gut as well. Um, so that is one consideration as well. And that's information that you can also look and research up uh, on the portal as you read through more information. How much of an effect is, uh, you know, the compatriots of, uh, of the bacteria that are in there? So if you have bacteria A, but you also have B, C, and D, how do they affect the function of A? And when you introduce something that will outcompete A, let's say, how do you account for these, you know, maybe these uh, cross interactions? I don't know if there is a ton of them or a little... Yeah, there's something um, called, um, well, in, in general, gut ecology, right? We're, we're trying to understand the entire ecosystem of organisms. And originally, people thought, well, okay, well, if you have this one organism, then you just need to solve for that. And and largely, that's what the pharmaceutical industry and, and pharma are, are currently doing, is looking at, okay, if you have C. difficile, let's target C. difficile. If you have high levels of C. diff, let's target that. And that's where a lot of the live bacteria therapeutics are currently targeting. What it doesn't look at is, okay, what are the other organisms around that C. difficile? Was it really a chronically uh, level of, of C. difficile infection? There are organisms like fake Halibacterium prosnutsi that produce lots of strong um, butyrate molecules for the gut that can actually help you manage high levels of pathogens and toxins that are being produced in the gut. So it's really about balance. How much of that enterobacteria or that clostridium organism that's inflammatory do you have in the gut relative to these quenching organisms that are like the butyrate producers or the postbiotic producers? And looking at those ratios is really important. So we, we come up with a score called the Sun Genomics Microbiome Score that kind of assesses these types of ratios. And we've, we've got some other scores in there as well, looking at 
um, more wellness factors that people can look at what we call the sub scores just to understand how things are in the gut and, and try to keep it as simple as we can. Hmm. You said you're able to see, uh, I guess, the phagome, the fungome, et cetera. Um, how much of an effect are you seeing that, you know, various fungi or phages are having on, you know, gut composition in people? Or is it a, so complicated it's hard to figure that out? It's, it's definitely complicated. Um, and I think there's still a lot to go uh, on that research, but we're at a really good starting point, right? And we have housed some of the world's first data uh, related to this because of our methodology. And I can I can say anecdotally without having aggregated the data at this point to its entirety, um, we do detect those organisms in individuals. Um, and the question is, what impact is it having on those individuals? Um, and we detect them in particular scenarios where they've reported back particular uh, environments they've been in or particular things that they're taking. So it's interesting to to learn that um, and and makes us begin to question wh- how do we how do we take food safety better? How do we take uh, our environment safety better? Um, so we're hoping that will translate into those changes uh, down the road. But right now, it's still in the research aggregation mode. Mm, okay. Uh, one more question, I guess, is kind of a question I've had for a while is uh, I call it bacterial economics. If I have a bacteria that produces a, you know, a short chain fatty acid and it wants a sugar molecule, who or what decides? Is it a one-to-one trade, a three-to-one, a 10-to-one how is that figured out? How would you imagine that happens? Yeah, you got to start somewhere. That's the that's the the first thing. Um, so the first place to start is to kind of look at who's done the clinical work on this. So if you have a particular uh, oligosaccharide, as you're uh, talking about, um, the the long chain sugars to want to feed these organisms. So not the simple sugars like the glucose or fructose. You know, those are not going to be good for your gut. Those are those are going to feed C. difficile. But these long chain oligosaccharides that are that are sometimes categorized as as fibers, you you can feed organisms of the gut those molecules to stimulate their growth. Now, Bifidobacterium are a type of organism, Infantis in particular, and Lactis in particular. Um, do uh, digest those oligosaccharides well. Um, But there are other organisms of the gut that can benefit from that as well. And so what we've done is create a predictive model. We use something called Flora AI. It's a success manager. And over the last six years, we've been collecting feedback from our patients on how particular, or customers, I should say, uh, on how particular ingredients have benefited them, meaning they will send us a survey back indicating if we gave them an oligosaccharide, um, did it benefit them? Did they did they feel good? Did they feel worse? Did it benefit? Did it resolve their issues? Um, that feeds back into what we call a success manager. The success manager then applies some AI algorithms to then continue to use those same ingredients when those similar scenarios are reported into the system. And over time, we build out high, high levels of success on ingredients and filter out the ingredients that don't really work or don't really help improve people the way they're feeling. And how do you know how much to give somebody? I don't know how you express it in terms of, you know, the number of bacteria in a capsule or a a powder, but how do you know if you're going to give them too much or not enough? How can you tell? Yeah, that's all usually set by the manufacturers um, from their standard clinical um, trials that they run on safety and efficacy around the ingredient. And of course, all of the ingredients have grass and safety information available on what the dosage should be. And so we utilize that as the first step. And if it's not effective or causing issues, um, customers are always uh, able to reformulate. That's the beauty of having this custom reformulation process is um, if it's unaccounted for or unknown that you have a particular 
sensitivity, don't worry about that. That's what we're here for. We can actually just craft the next formula and uh, redo it for you without that ingredient. And sometimes customers are learning that for the first time. And sometimes there's a die-off period that they may experience as well as they get used to ingredients. So we can lower the dose for individuals that have that and then bring them back up. There's a lot of customization and individualization that happens with the product that we offer. This is essentially precision um, supplements, right? This is this is a precision approach to to dialing that in so that it is really built for the N of one and optimized to you. Yeah, you mentioned the die-off period. Um, I know people that have had like, you know, let's say H. pylori and you know, when they try to change over their bacteria, the die-off period can make them significantly sick for, mm-hmm. you know, I guess the, you know, when the bacteria die. Um, have you guys had the need to address that and how would you address it if so? Yeah, we have this really good blog. I, um, I believe Shireen scientifically is on, wrote it on the Hertz reaction um, in the gut system. And it talks about this die-off period that sometimes may occur because you can imagine like if, if you're going in to evict some of the residents uh, in the house, they're going to put up a fight and um, they do put up a fight and they, they may release inflammatory microbes and they may react um, to the incoming beneficial probiotics or the botanical ingredients that we're, we're providing. They're, they're using their sensors uh, to detect other organisms that are creeping into their space and they're going to release molecules to stop them from creeping into their space. Um, and that's called competitive inhibition. And so, you know, the thing is to get over that uh, competitive inhibition hump. And once you do, uh, you kind of filter out the the um, dying organisms and then replace them with a healthier gut microbiota. I mean, a perfect time where you see that happen is right after taking antibiotics. There are two things that can happen right after taking antibiotics, right? It's, it's free territory. And uh, either your, your bad organisms are going to grow, which love to grow fast after antibiotics, or you're going to get your good organisms to grow and rebuild the healthy microbiota. So how do you skew it towards the good organisms? Well, don't eat sugars right after taking antibiotics. Don't drink a a bunch of sugar or or eat a bunch of desserts because that's going to feed all the inflammatory microbes of the gut, the enterobacteria, the clostridiums. Think about you know, diets that are rich in cruciferous vegetables and polyphenols and legumes and lentils, because that's going to feed all the healthy microbes of the gut. And by doing so, you're going to inhibit the the inflammatory microbes. So it's all about this sort of inhibitory reaction against um, these organisms that you want to have die off. Hmm. Very good. Well, Sonny, so for uh, not well for clinical applications and also for just, you know, consumer applications, where can people find out more? Where do they go? They can find us on flore.com, F-L-O-R-E.com. You can see the consumer side uh, pretty clearly. The clinical side, you do have to dig a little bit, but if you have any questions on the clinical side, you can always reach out to customer service at sungenomics, S-U-N-G-E-N-O-M-I-C-S.com. And they will be able to assist and direct you uh, to the right people. Very good. Sonny, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you too, Richard, and thanks for having me. The Daily Tonic is a five-minute newsletter that shares science-backed health news and tips, all while getting you to crack a smile or even laugh out loud on occasion. It's a daily morning newsletter started by wellness lovers for wellness lovers that covers everything from diet and exercise to morning routines and sleep aids. To subscribe, go to 247health.com. 
and click on the Daily Tonic button at the top of the webpage. When you go to 247health.com to subscribe to the Daily Tonic newsletter, be sure to check out their product reviews and special recipes. There you can find reviews on the latest health technology that will improve your performance, your recovery, and your longevity. 247health.com believes that wellness is a personal journey, but it's always good to have a friend who knows what they're talking about, too. Give them a try at 247health.com. Did you know many of 247health.com's favorite products, like avocado oil mayonnaise, hydrating ketone water, skin-revitalizing red light lamps, all are featured on the Daily Tonic with discount codes? If you see a cool new product on the website, there's probably a special link on the Daily Tonic. Plus, the Daily Tonic also features new wellness products with special discounts every single day. To subscribe, go to 247health.com and click on the Daily Tonic button at the top of the webpage. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.